Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's up, y'all? It's your man and host, Will Cooper, coming at you for a Phil Note Friday's episode brought to you by WorkSharp Tools. Today, we're going to get Mr. Jace Bowserman on. He's bringing us a Colorado and Nebraska strutton report. Hopefully, you're going to be able to take some of the information that he brings to y'all and what the birds are doing there. Take that, apply to what you're doing, bag you a big old tom. So, nonetheless, here's Jace. Jace, thanks for hopping on the podcast with us today. Oh man, I love it. Absolutely. Uh, turkey season is one of my absolute favorite times of year. And uh, so far, um, uh, knock on wood and Lord willing, we'll keep going with uh, <laughs> with the way things that have been going. So it's it's been a good one. We're off to a good start. Heck yeah, man. So tell us, man, what's the strutting like or the strut report in your area? I mean, what mm-hmm. are the birds doing? Are they being funky? They're still in winter flocks. What are your birds doing? Yep. So actually it's, it's funny. I just got off the phone with a good buddy who, uh, who lives about 40 miles from me, um, which is, which is generally same elevations, same types of birds, um, as, as, as what I'm, as what I'm been hunting here. And the strut, the, the strut report is, uh, birds are still, they're starting to break up, um, a little bit, but we're still seeing, we've had some really cold temperatures, uh, just violent winds, man. I mean, the wind conditions here have been like gale force, ridiculous, uh, you know, semi trailers blown over on highways type of stuff. And, um, so it's been crazy. So they're, they're still a little bit in that, uh, you know, I I don't want to say winter flock mode, but you know, we're first thing in the morning, those first few hens hit the ground and, and those toms just start tailing them around for a while. But, uh, what we're finding is, um, right about, you know, that 10 o'clock, 1030 frame, 1032, um, you know, some of those hens are, are actually that have been bred heading off to set on a few nests. And then also, um, you know, we just have, you know, some of those hens that are just like, man, get away from me. I I'm, I'm not ready for this yet. And so we get some toms going walk about, and those seem to be the ones, um, that we're, that we're capitalizing on. Not a lot of great, um, roosted roasted type success right now. Mm-hmm. Um, most everything that we're experiencing is like I said, that, that golden time period between, you know, 10 and 10 and two yeah man i think we're kind of in that same it's funny it's i've talked to josh who's up in minnesota and a couple other Mm -hmm. people and it seems like all these birds right now are just kind of in this exactly that that funk that you're talking about like it's you know you'll get that 10 to 2 kind of golden midday madness kind of deal going going on 
but it didn't seem like the birds were really just like into it yet. And I mean, heck, I had eight, let's see, two toms and, and six jakes just walk in front of me um, last week. And just like this assembly line, a hen went the other way and they didn't even care about her. Like they did. Yeah, it, it's it's insane. So let's talk about the bird. Let's see. You just killed one. What? two three days ago not long ago. yeah the 13th yeah i killed one uh, i killed a mountain bird uh i killed a bird up in the mountains at about elevation was about uh 7900 feet um and that was on the 13th of april how far in were you um actually on this hunt we were not super super far in at all um so i've got i've got a good buddy that lives um uh, on a, on a ranch, uh, up near the Spanish peaks and we were actually hunting his property. So we were not super far in on this one, but I've got two buddies that are showing up, um, here on, uh, uh, what's the 23rd, they'll be here on the 23rd. Sweet. And yeah, th- those two guys are going into the spot we talked about on the podcast. So okay. <laughs> we 12, will be, well, I will have a good report from those guys. If, <laughs> if uh, they don't know what they're in for yet. Uh, one was just texting me like, what's the weather like? I've heard it's windy. Uh, how are the birds acting? And I'm like, man, the birds you're going after. I haven't even, haven't even walked in there yet. So <laughs> trial nice. by fire boys. Yeah. Try- so let's talk about that bird you killed, man. Like what yep. r- run us through, Run us through what happened. Yeah, so I mean, on this, you know, I never want to project something that 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 is not. So, like, this is a this is a private ranch, um, and doesn't get a lot of pressure. However, um, the birds, the hunting was it, it really sucked. Honestly, I mean, that's the best way to put it. Um, temperatures in the morning were in the twenties. Uh, wind speeds gusting up to fifty. Uh, at one point on this hunt, my buddy Seth was literally we 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 had a a little lull in the wind and we were trying to get into um bottoms and things like that uh where where it wasn't super thick cover because i've just found our birds out here when it's blowing windy they don't like that super thick cover uh because i think it jacks with their eyesight a little bit and makes predators easier to uh to get up on them because everything in the woods is moving so but if, if you can find those little isolated open pockets that have a little bit of cover but some openings so we were trying to hit those and uh we had a little bit of a lull in the wind and I mean like two, three minutes where we were like, is that a gobble? And then he, he was just shock gobbling and he, and he, and he shock gobbled again. We're like, okay, yeah, he's up there. And we closed the distance. We know the bird didn't see us. We know we were within, you know, 250, 300 yards of the bird. And Seth is behind me. Like I, I, I will say no more than 30 yards calling and I can't hear him. In fact, I ended up getting up out of my spot and going back to him and being like, bro, are you going to call or are we just going to sit here? And he's like, I'm hammering. And that's, that's just to tell you how windy it was. Um, so, you know, we didn't get anything done with that bird. Um, my bird. Uh, so, so the were very non-vocal and that was impartial part, partly to the wind too. I mean, they weren't wanting to give up much. They know they're susceptible to predators in that wind and, and they just, they weren't talking much. So we ended up doing a lot of glassing and finding birds that were working the edges of tree lines, things like that. And my bird was doing that. And we actually, he, he had a hen he was tailing and we just kind of got in front of him, um, kind of predicted his path of travel and kind of, kind of got in front of him. 
and uh, the hen actually ended up feeding right up to us, and uh, I shot him at shot him at 22 yards. So, um, you know, it wasn't like the most exciting in your face gobbling coming into the decoy, thrilling way to kill a bird. But sometimes, you know, you, you just you know you you got to do what you got to do, and that that was the best case scenario for us there. Yeah, yeah. So you also went um, to Nebraska too recently, correct? Yep. Yep. I went, uh, I was there, I think right around the first of April, I think it was maybe even April 1st, 2nd, 3rd, maybe the last couple of days of March. I can't remember the exact time frame, but yeah, that was a, that was a, during uh, Nebraska's archery season. So we were, we were archery hunting and it was, it was, it was pretty incredible really. really? <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was banging dude. I mean, it was fire, but again, um, we killed five birds. So I killed two. I had two tags. My buddy killed three, all with archery equipment. Every bird was taken between 10 a.m. and 11:30 a.m. Every bird was killed in that time frame. Um, Dang. Yep. And uh, it was just one of those deals where you know didn't have the best weather situations again. A lot of stinking wind. It just seems like it's been abnormally windy everywhere I've gone this spring. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, we we. During those midday hours, man, we we would just move into spots, you know, and just say, hey, we're we know in the past traditionally this has been you know a good turkey area, and that's that's really what we did is we just set up the ground blind, you know, got it really well brushed in. Not that you have to do that, but I mean, mm-hmm. time was on our hands, right? So I mean, I mean, we had time to kill, and and um, we just want to make sure everything was right, and you know, got the decoys out and spent time in these areas, and ended up getting you know, just calling birds in, getting birds fired up. Um, and, uh, yeah, we killed, killed five, killed five birds in three days there. And so all with archery equipment and, you know, it was, they were very responsive to calls. Those birds were, yes. Yep. They were very responsive to calls, very, um, very responsive to decoys. Um, and, uh, we were just going with like, a kind of your standard set. We had a three quarter strut, strut Jake, um, over a lay down hen with like a feeder hen off to the side, just, you know, nothing special, just kind of standard. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean the, the birds responded well to it. Um, you know, we were finding that we were having to get really amped up with our volume on the calls. So, uh, you know, I was using a real, real high pitched, uh, aluminum, uh, pot and peg, and then a diaphragm that I have that just, that just screams. So yeah, that was kind of the, kind of the report from there, but we saw a lot of birds, got on a lot of birds, killed a lot of birds. Man, that sounds like a blast. So man, that's, that's funny. I mean, just how the birds are fired up in Nebraska. I mean, heck 20 days ago, you were there 20 days ago at the beginning of the month. Yeah. 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 It's, it's been 20 days, man. And, and, and they were popping. Um, they were popping, and 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 I think my opinion on the on it was, um, and having hunted out there as much as I have hunted out there, I think that during that early season time frame like that, you know, obviously you get you get a few hens that that might get bred and and, and things like that, but those birds were definitely still in wintertime blocks. I mean, for the most part, okay, following each other around, tailing each other around, um, you know, but. I just fully feel like as that day wears on and in one flock, we watched this happen. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can put a little fact to this, right. Other than this is just, eh, this is what I think what happened. Yeah. But, um, so we, we watched a flock for quite, quite some time and, you know, we saw Jake's 
you know, some Jake's wanting to run off Tom's. We saw Tom's trying to get frisky with hens and, and the hens weren't having it. And, you know, uh, a, a gang of like five Jake's just kind of pounding, uh, pounding on a Tom, you know, where he was like, oh, screw this, man. And he just walks off right by himself and that yeah. sort, of, sort of thing. So I think what we were having happen is, is a combination of all that. I think that we, we had a little period during the day where those flocks would break up, though not seriously, where they're miles from each other or hundreds of yards even from each other but you know we're talking you know well yeah hundreds of yards but nothing nothing more than like 300 yards away from where the main concentration of birds were but they just kind of got pushed on the outskirts and then we'd move into those outskirt areas and set up and start calling and i think it was just like oh man you know this is sucking over here but man they're making noise over there and the, the, let's go check that out you know and then we'd get a tom to come in or we'd get you know a couple jakes and a tom to come in and it was just you know it was that was just kind of how it went okay so let's let's go back to colorado so you got some buddies coming in you know it mm-hmm. sounds like wind is crazy in colorado things have been a little tough what's <laughs> what's your prediction on this next week week and a half what, what do you think these birds are going to be doing well, we're going to have a little cold front push in here over the weekend. But when I say little cold front, I mean, for me, I like it. It's going to be highs in the 60s. You know, today it's 88 degrees out there, but it's super windy again. Um, so I like those I like those cooler days where the temperature stays in that 60 to 70 range. Um, I feel like those birds don't just, you know, get get after it for a while and then get into a loafing zone and want to seek shade and that sort of thing. You know, they're I think it really keeps keeps the rut going strong throughout the day. So yeah. um, excited to excited. I'm I'm really optimistic about how it's going to be over these next over this next week. Um, definitely seeing um, you know definitely seeing birds starting to break up a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go put glass on some birds tonight here. Um, just just because I mean I feel bad not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing something wrong, even though like. Um, I might take one of these guys down there, but, uh, they, they wanted, a, they wanted the adventure. So we're going to, we're going to push, we're going to push a little deeper into some places, but I like keeping an eye on these close to home birds. And, and I think that's something, you know, like, even though I'm tagged out, my boys tagged out, um, I took his friend, we killed a bird, um, with him. And I think that, you know, you can, if you can continue to learn a lot, if you have, you know, just because you're tagged out doesn't mean you can't go. I mean, if you love turkey hunting, especially, you know, doesn't mean you can't go out there and learn. Yeah. I mean, it, this is a great opportunity to, for for me and, and, and anybody else that's like, okay, I'm tagged out. I don't have tags here. But, but you can go out and watch birds and see what they do and kind of, you know, keep a journal of like, hey – you know, what's going on. It's a great chance to put notes into your, you know, into your hunt stand app and things like that. You can, you can start to piece things together so that you can kind of, you know, find out, Hey, uh, April 25th through the 30th last year, this was what was going on. How do I know? Because I was out there. I actually watched it and these are my notes. Oh yeah. So, you know, cause there's going to be years when it's a struggle fest, you know, when you oh, get on the yeah. struggle bus and things aren't going well and you're, you're hunting longer, you know, I just, like I said, I just talked to my buddy up in Trinidad and he has, ridiculous property to hunt like stupid good property to hunt and he's that's what he basically said he's like man i don't get it i'm, I'm on the struggle bus i i can't get a bird to commit to my decoys i've had him screw me at the last second um you know the wind is awful and so you know i mean last year typically he, he's an opening day or you know it's a one and done type deal but you know this year's proved different and we're you know several days into our season now two weeks and you know he's still going so it just goes to show you that, you know, it's, it's, it's not always, it's not, not always, uh, easy by any means. 
No, none at all. So if you had to give that hunter a piece of advice that's hunting Colorado, you know, yeah. same, not just hunting Colorado, what's your piece yep. of advice for them for the next week or so? Uh, for the next week or so, man, I, I would say, and, and I say this, is, is it, it's dumb because it sounds cliche, but, you know, I have talked to a couple hunters this week that are like, man, you know, I'm just, it's not happening. And I'm like, well, why are you calling me? It's nine, nine in the morning, you know? And they're like, well, I'm just, I'm headed back to the house. It wasn't happening. And I'm like, ah, you know, I, I think, you know, if, if you, if, if you decide to, you need rest or you decide to miss something, yep. I would miss, I would miss the, the first two hours of the morning, honest to God. I know that sounds crazy, but I would miss the first two hours of the morning right now over missing nine to two. I would be out there. That's, that's when I, when I would be hunting, you know, obviously if you have birds roosted, obviously we like to get up in the morning and get out there because it's beautiful. And for sure, usually we're going to hear birds gobble, yeah. right? I mean, it's usually a, you know, if you're around birds, you're going to hear them gobble it'll get you excited. But then I think what happens is a major letdown sometimes because those birds hit the ground and everything goes quiet and an hour goes by and you think, man, everything's quiet. And those birds haven't moved 20 yards from where they pitched. They're just still scratching around, you know, following a couple of hens around, walking around, waiting to see what they're going to do. And by then a lot of guys are like, oh man, I'm cashing in, didn't happen off the roost. I'm going to go home for, you know, the day or I'll get back out in the evening. And I mean, I'm dead serious about this, like nine to two, 10 to two. I'm going to be, if I have a tag in my pocket I'm and I'm in Colorado during these, this next week, week and a half, I'm out there. I promise. Yep. Got it. Well, sweet, man. Well, I think anybody that's hunting Colorado, you know, you'll take what Jace has uh, brought to the table for y'all today and apply it to what you're doing. Hopefully you can bag it, bag you a Tom. So Jace, man, thanks for hopping on the podcast with us today. You bet, buddy. I really appreciate it, Will. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again. We've got some maybe touch base with you after we get uh, get after these canyon birds a little bit here and in the next next week or so and uh, see how they're doing and how things go, you know, even progressing into the later phases of the turkey rut in May. Absolutely, man. We'll definitely have to follow up. All right, y'all, there you go. Hopefully you'll be able to take some of that information from Jace, head out into the woods, and get you a big old Tom here in the next week or two if you're in Colorado or Nebraska. But we just want to thank y'all for tuning in to Field Notes Friday episode brought to you by WorkSharp Tools. And we'll see you on the next episode. succeed you want to fish you want to be one of the greatest tune in to west marines life on the water presented by costa custom boats every saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m eastern on waypoint tv spend your saturdays with life on the water join captain brandon simmons for fishing diving travel and so much more you want to succeed you want to fish you want to be one of the greatest oh look at that thing dude (laughs) let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today don't miss life on the water every saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m eastern on waypoint tv (laughs) the destination for outdoor entertainment